on top of those standards being so unrealistic for you, you're trying to meet that. Then you're feeling bad for not meeting it. Then you have the PMS emotions, <laughs> just period. And then your body's already revved up and your meta- So I just, that to me sounds like a whole headache that is so unnecessary. Welcome to the Deep Dietitians Podcast, where Michelle and Lucy having raw and honest conversations. We want you to eat with confidence and feel empowered to take on your life without obsessing over food. Welcome back to the Deep Dietitian Podcast. Lucy Michelle here to talk to you today about... TikTok and nutrition and the whole comparison game that we can get into when it comes to social media and food. But before we dive into that, Michelle, I want to ask you, how are things going with you? How are things going in your business? I would love to hear some updates. I know you have some fun things going on currently and some things coming up. So I'd love to hear how you're doing. Yes. Yay. I am doing good. I feel fortunate to feel like I am thriving right now, despite the state of the world. So I am counting my blessings. Absolutely. And um, a big part of that is because I feel like I'm loving what I'm doing right now in my business. Um, I'm sure you can relate to that feeling. And, you know, one of those things that is really filling up my cup is the new program that I had launched this year, Embody the Magic of Mindfulness. I have some amazing women in that group. And we're already on, this will be, we're, we're coming up on week six, which is the, the final week. So, oh, wow. I know it's so crazy. Um, the time has flown, but it has been a lot of fun to, to dive into that type of work, if you will, mm-hmm. with my business and with these amazing women. So I have that going on. And of course my regular or my one-on-one clients, I, I love, and On Wednesday, which I think will be today, but the day you all are listening to this, I am hosting a heart-centered nutrition workshop. So I'm super excited about that. And that's just going to be something fun um, for people to kind of view a different approach to nutrition. Of course, an approach that's similar um, to what they hear on here from you and me, but Mm -hmm. I guess different than what we see on places like TikTok like and TikTok. <laughs> in diet culture. So Ooh. I'm excited. I'm so I'm I'm grateful for that. But God only knows where my emotional state will be by the time this podcast yeah. <laughs> episode airs. But thank you for asking. What's yeah. going on with you? How are you feeling? What's I'm good. On? Well, okay. First of all, I have to say that's amazing that you're on week week six of your group program because. I literally remember when that launched and I feel like it was just last week. So (laughs) that's so exciting. That's the thing where time passes by so fast. And so on that note, I am, so I have my group program finally full that we launched at the beginning of February. So we're also like, this is like week two right now of content and it's amazing, like super fun. So I was telling you about this. It's only two girls in the program and I love it because it's basically just like one-on-one sessions. It's so exciting. Like these women get so much attention. And what Mm. I do when I create is like, I kind of create as we go. So I have a general plan, but if we need to emphasize one thing more than the other, it's really fun because I get to do that, especially because there's only two people. I get to have so much, you know, feedback. So that's super fun. But yeah, we've been talking about like soul nourishment and stuff like that this week, which I know it's something that's really big on like what you teach your clients. So 
that's super cool. And, uh, so that's fun. That's it's new and fun. I'm also integrating more tapping, which I think we haven't even really mentioned that much on this podcast, but I know I'm like, I feel like we have it, but I know you and I both incorporate it a little bit with our clients. So I'm doing more of that. So we have like weekly tapping and that's fun for me and nourishing because I just enjoy leading it. So yeah, that's been really fun. I have a lot more ideas in the works. So we're in creation mode right now. And then also, you know, I get to support my lovely ladies. So yes, that's where I, I am. And I love the name finally full. It's so on point. And those women are so lucky. They hit the jackpot being, you know, in an intimate <laughs> group with you. They're super lucky. Oh, I love hearing what's going on. And it's just exciting to talk about. It's like an extension of the podcast, I feel like. It's so, so true. <laughs> well, yeah, I like want people to come because it's like, if you resonate with the Deep Dietitians podcast, like you're going to resonate with both of our work. And one thing I actually wanted to ask you, because I was like, oh, heart-centered nutrition. Like, what is that? Like, if you had, do you have like a tagline for that or anything like that? So I do. It's not on the top of my head, but (laughs) essentially, you know, it's to take a different approach to your nutrition and add, making sure that we're adding heart, kindness, and compassion into Mm. our nutrition and health journey. Oh, I love that. Because I think we, we, I mean, you and I always talk about it, but we leave that out. I think a lot of people leave that out and then they wonder why they're not feeling the way they want to feel, getting the results they want to, you know, embody and all that good stuff. So that's kind of what we'll be going over how to add in that, in that heart and compassion. So oh, that's so exciting. Oh, so we'll have a link for that in the show notes. If anybody's curious, if they want to attend on a short notice, um, if it's yes. airing, <laughs> if it's, yeah, it's the night that this airs, um, but you can find more links in the bio if you are at all curious about the work that we do. Um, but that's so cool. It's great to get an update from you. Yeah. So we want to keep you, keep you guys up to date. So, um, now, you know, a little bit of background (laughs) of what's going on, but what are we talking about today, Lucy? Let's jump in. So TikTok and nutrition, which if anybody follows me, you know, that I've been on TikTok and Michelle, you are now on TikTok. We've been on here for a while. Um, but I just want to say like, Lucy is a TikTok star. You guys should follow her. She put out stuff all the time. That's super helpful. I am a TikTok grandma. So (laughs) following me, thank you. And thank you for believing in me and supporting me and your patience. But I, I I don't know. Now I'm on clubhouse. Like we're both on club. Like it's, it's a lot. You're right. My age is showing with my inability to keep up, but yeah. So (laughs) no, go ahead, Lucy. I love it. Well, it's an interesting topic. And, um, because what I have noticed on TikTok is there's a lot of different, like, I like to call them corners of TikTok because Mm. on TikTok, like on your, for you page, like, at least for me, I'll see, it's like, oh, you've made it to like bread TikTok or like bread talk, or you've made it to feng shui TikTok. Actually, that's my boyfriend's not on mine. Surprisingly, I feel like that'd be (laughs) on mine. So it's like, you have different corners and even within food and or nutrition TikTok, there's many different corners within that. And so it's very interesting how it can seem like your, for you page is your entire world. Right. And so it's interesting because what you're seeing could really nourish you or it could really not nourish you. And so one thing that I think is interesting that I don't personally like, because depending on your state of empowerment with food is there's a type of TikTok called what I eat in a day, or basically a creator will say, and this, this is on YouTube. There's a lot on YouTube, like literally everywhere, like wherever there's social media, but also on TikTok because TikTok also exists. There's, you know, what I eat in a day. So a creator will 
record what they eat in a day. And usually also because it's a video, you know, they'll show the amount, the times, all this stuff. So a lot of what you and I, Michelle, try to teach people is how to listen to their body for like when, what, how much to eat. And now people are getting this direct comparison to influencers who look perfect on social media to say, oh, this is exactly what they're doing. It's very Mm -hmm. easy to make that jump to I should be doing this. So no wonder there's a lot of confusion about nutrition out there because there's, you know, a million different creators and people who could film what they eat in a day because we're humans. We all eat in a day. (laughs) So I'm curious what your thoughts are for that, because I know that you have some people who you work with who talk about these types of videos. I have two actually too. So I'm curious what your take is on this because I know that's a little bit more fresh in your brain. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the, what we eat in a day, like I I feel like it kind of births from Instagram too. Like people were doing like a version of that, I think Mm -hmm. on Instagram too beforehand. So I have not been on TikTok a, a ton of like with following that. However, I've definitely worked with people who are on TikTok and following the what we eat in a day. And I think it's tough because it kind of gives you that like false sense of, oh, okay, this person looks healthy. They look at a good weight or like, I want to look like them. I'll just practice what they're eating. You know, hashtag what, what we eat in a day or what you eat in a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as we always talk about on here, you know, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for the next person. So it could be really misleading and even like detrimental to, I think our physical health and to our mental health, you know, just to start off, I think with just saying that, but what what do you think? Well, it's interesting because I think as humans, I think we all like, at least I'll speak for myself. I want to know everyone's business. Like, I want to know what you eat. Like, I know, I want to know what you think of. I want to know, like, I just want to know all the things about people. Like, I don't consider myself a nosy person, but I like, there's no TMI for me. Like, I just want to know everything. So on some human level, I love knowing what people eat also for like inspiration, you know, on just that level, it's like, Oh, it's cool to know how you do things. Cause that's very different from what I do things. And also, Ooh, that looked really good. I want to try that. So that's why I say, depending on your empowerment state around food, because I've done a lot of work now to not compare what I eat to other people, because there was a version of me who was a teenager on social media, seeing what people would eat and think, oh my God, I can't believe I eat more or eat less or I eat whatever compared to this person. I wasn't taking, I wasn't walking away feeling empowered. I was walking away feeling really disempowered. And so I think that's why it's really important to like analyze how you feel as you watch these and Mm -hmm. also understand and take things with a grain of salt, always on TikTok and always on social media. I don't think anybody can say this enough. It is always a highlight reel. It is Mm -hmm. always a highlight reel. When has anybody ever posted a low time, you know, like a low light, if you will, instead of a highlight of themselves? It's literally the exact same with food and like your body, like people Photoshop themselves. And even if they're not Photoshopping themselves, many people who, especially if they're eating something more restrictive or showing how they eat more restrictive, they really might be binging and not showing that. And so I just want to like be super transparent. Like not everything you see is what's really happening, but it's so easy to compare what you're doing to someone else's highlight reel. That was a long spiel, but did I miss anything? Do you think? No, I think that totally, I I agree. And I think my answer originally is kind of like, I don't want to say the PC answer, but like the health professional in me where it's like we compare and like what's good for one isn't for the other. And I do think that in this day and age, 
we have to remind ourselves of that. And also though, I totally agree with you, like that human part of me, like, I think it's great. And even when we post, not, not, not to say, I think what I eat in a day thing is great altogether. But when you post, when some people are like posting things, because it just depends how we receive it. Right. And like Mm -hmm. you always say, like, what's the intent behind posting, you know, the, what, what I eat in a day or you consuming that kind of content, because I feel like sometimes it could be exactly that out of curiosity, like, Oh, I wonder what they're doing. And I think even more important, which I, which I feel like some of my clients benefit from and enjoy is inspiration, right? When we need like ideas and and people get ideas of like, Oh, that's a really good snack or that's a good dinner. I want to try that. Or, Ooh, I never even heard of that food product. Like that can be a really positive thing where that comes out of what I eat in a day, you know? And I know sometimes on Instagram, like I'll post hey, this is a snack, like, or this is Mm -hmm. a meal. And it's funny, Lucy, because as of late, I have been thinking since I'm hearing all this craziness that happens on TikTok and the disordered eating, I've just been more mindful of like, oh my gosh, like I I feel like now if I'm going to post that, I sometimes have to put a disclaimer with it. Like what I'm portioning out or exactly what I'm eating is just a glimpse, like kind of what you're saying, highlight reel. It's a glimpse of what this person is doing in a day or who you don't even know what their Mm -hmm. full day looks like behind the camera. Mm -hmm. So to, to, it depends what level of where you're at in your journey, I think personally, what type of person you are, because if you're consuming it, like, oh, great, I need an idea or like, that's awesome, like whatever. But if you're taking it to heart, like, oh, in order for me to be healthy, I need to eat like Lucy, call, she's an RD, yes, Lucy, yes, man. Like, <laughs> and we we might have an issue. And mm-hmm. I know we it's laugh, true, but it's like some, and that's what I'm realizing, especially with the younger population. And And that's what concerns me about, you know, the whole what I eat in a day Instagram trend and even posting crap on on Instagram, which is sad because there is that other piece of it that can be helpful, inspiring, empowering, educational, even like, oh, yeah, if you put um, hummus on my on toast, like versus butter, that might be more satisfying and have a little bit more. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, so, Mm -hmm. but then there's that double edged sword, like, oh, well, if I don't eat the hummus and toast, and I put butter on my toast, then I'm not healthy, and I suck. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you really have to filter and ask yourself how you're interpreting the what I eat in a day. Yeah. That was long winded. <laughs> no, I think it's good. Like, it's a really good point. I'm like, true, like, where I stand personally, I'm, I feel very against what I eat in a day is just because I think for the majority of wanna, people. I want to yeah. just close that I'm not like fully, like, I feel like I can't speak when I'm speaking about this. Like, I don't really know the extent of what I eat in a day. So yeah. I hope people know <laughs> that. But, but continue. Well, no, just because, like, I think for the majority of people, they don't take it in an empowered way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it goes like it's so viral because I think of the things like we do like there are good things to it. But I just I feel like I don't I wish it was just different where it's like, oh, this was a recipe I had today or these are things I ate in the week or you know what I mean? Versus like I ate all of this and people, you know, like it's just it's just such ripe grounds for comparison that especially with a younger generation popping up on social media in abundance, especially like, it's just, I feel like teenagers are so impressionable and even like young adults or people in college, even our age, you know, mm-hmm. like people are so impressionable. And like, I feel like there is almost like, <laughs> this might be super extreme, but it's just like, I feel like there should be disclaimers to be like, this is how I eat. This is not how you should eat, take inspiration, take what resonates, but like, don't let it be evidence or grounds to beat yourself up or do mm-hmm. something that's unhealthy for you. 
But that's the hard thing because there's no way to like say this works for me and the way you need to do it will be X, Y, Z. Like there's a skill that is about being in touch with your body. That's so hard to teach and you can't portray it on social media, but you can make anything look enticing on social media. Like I'm sure there could be a trend with like dog poop or something like that. And you know, not obviously like that's a thing that we should be eating, but there'd be something like so crazy that you can make it seem like, oh, that'd be a cool thing to try, right? Like anything, right? right? So of course, if it's like, oh, also this will feed into your insecurity potentially, or like diet culture that you're getting all these other influences about, of course you should try this and it'll make your life so much better and easier. And like, I just think generally on the large scale trend, you know, wise, I just don't think people receive it in a healthy way. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. No, I I agree with you. And I think you said so many good nuggets there. I feel like one of the most important ones in there is the skill of kind of being in touch with yourself and that intangible nature where you can't really, I mean, God, everyone who's listening knows that you and I both try every day as much as we (laughs) can to, to explain and to tangibilize that if you know, for, I made that word up, but I think that's the thing. And most people who are consuming, you know, again, this heart center place, but who are consuming the, what I eat in a day are probably not quite have that skill yet where you are in touch and you kind of have that discernment. I feel like a lot of it comes back to that. And, you know, cause there's this piece of me that's like really frustrated that so many of us younger generation, but even like you said, adults too, like we kind of are falling for that. And, and that's not to, you know, I'm not casting judgment or anyone on anything on anyone or anything, because it's easy to do that. Like when it comes to food, like to fall, like, Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. They said it's healthy, but I think a goal for, I would say for the both of us is to help people have that discernment when it comes to their nutrition and how Mm -hmm. to nourish their bodies. So Yeah, I mean, I think it's really asinine and bizarre that we have that, like, what I eat in a day. And then it's like, I'm going to follow what Judy's eating in a day. And it's like, it can be, like you said, well, Judy's eating dog poop because she said it's going to make her healthy and she's going to lose 10 pounds. So I'm doing it because Judy is. And it's like, I think sometimes that really frustrates me. But Yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the things where it could, like you said, be more of a detriment and not empowering. So it's, it's like team know what we eat in a day. And then the other huge thing you said was the comparison. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear like, cause I'm sure Lucy with your personal experience with clients, like I'm sure you've helped some people work through that and unpack the comparison. And like, what do you think TikTok's role, especially in the food corner, like you said, what kind of role do you think they that it has on someone's like comparison issues or conundrums? Yeah. Well, especially with TikTok, like TikTok is all about the trends. So like if someone does it too, like you'll see it and it's like, oh, you are rewarded by the algorithm to do a trend. So on top, like mm-hmm. with everything, like obviously there's trends all over. So like social media, like YouTube, like whatever, whatever platform it is. But I think on TikTok, that's the 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 essence of TikTok is making it viral and doing it your own self. So, mm-hmm. or like the trends go viral super fast. Like I think it just, there's just like a quicker turnaround on TikTok. And so that's what I see is there was the whole thing. I, did you hear about this? It took, like, I didn't even hear about it except for one of my clients. It was like some girl was eating raw vegetables and mustard because, Oh my gosh. Someone because just- yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Hey, to me, that sounds 
disgusting. There have been points in my life where I truly genuinely, like there was one summer, all I wanted to do was eat raw onion. Like who knows why that was a thing, oh, but God. like yeah, now I'm like, how on earth did that sound good to me? It literally was like all I wanted. I was like truly genuinely listening to a craving, but side note, you know, that was tangent that like so many people were like, oh, because it's low calorie, like it's spicy. So it'll like up your metabolism. It's like, like, right. All these wrong reasons. And I can't imagine hundred percent of people are like, yes, like mustard carrots, that's what I want. Like, I feel like most people are probably not enjoying that as they eat it. But like, that's this thing where it's like, people are like, oh, this is the thing I need to do this because she lost weight doing this. Mm-hmm. So I should do this. And yes. it's that it's, uh, it's almost an extension of diet culture that's yeah. current with the new generation. Like yeah. maybe in our generation, there were books or articles, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even have Instagram in high school, which is weird to think. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Yeah, like you, it's so crazy where now I just feel like they have access to all these other facets of diet culture. And I Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. It's almost like a extension of that. And yes, now that you say that, wow, Morgane, I think posted about this and like confronted the mustard thing. And I vaguely saw it and I just (laughs) was like, I kind of was like, holy cow, like, I can't even believe that's a thing. And just like, kind of kept moving. But yeah. Yeah, that's heartbreaking and extremely, it's like equally heartbreaking and frustrating Yeah, when I hear things like that, because, you know, if you're in a place where you're following what I eat in a day, again, we're not, I'm not hating on any, like, I'm not shaming anyone, but I'm saying like, it hurts my heart, <laughs> like that you're doing, like you're, we're eating mm-hmm. mustards and carrots, right? Like, yeah, we're in tough shape if we're turning to, to that, to you know, to diet. Well, whenever we're turning to a severe diet, but that's like a whole other yeah. course. It's like, but yeah, no, it's, it's sad because it's like the, the, what I eat in a day. And then yeah. I almost want to say, Lucy, there's like that psychological effect. Like since it's a trend, since other people are doing it, like I'm going to do it too. It can't be all that bad. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm going to literally drink the Kool-Aid, right? Like because yeah. 20 other people are, or a million other people on TikTok are hashtag doing it. Like, yeah. So it's, it's dangerous. It is. It's just like such a, like a Petri dish for normalizing disordered eating patterns. And like, I, I feel like people like get up in arms whenever like on TikTok, I'm like, Oh, it's like disordered patterns. And they're like, not everybody has an eating disorder. And I'm like, okay, but like half of Americans are on diets and they're probably doing some sort of disordered pattern. You may not have to like have clinical no, eating I disorder, like but like people have subclinical, but that's yeah. like, or like disordered eating so. some form. And it's just, that's just a thought. It's just sad. But like, I think it's just, it's so interesting because like, I, that's what was coming to my mind. I was like, Oh, it's just so normalized. Like when you see someone else doing it, it's like, Oh, okay. This is a normal thing. This is a normal thing that people do. And mm-hmm. sure, like you have full reins, like go eat carrots and mustard if you want to, like, great, like, please don't let me stop you. But then I think people have their own interpretation of it. Like, it's just, that's how things get normalized and on top of normalized glorified, because then you become popular by doing the mm-hmm. disordered thing. So it's just, mm-hmm. I think that there's a huge responsibility of anybody who's showing what they eat on top of the fact of like being discerning as a consumer, like understand, like just because someone eats doesn't mean they have education and credentials, but being That's able to like calling people who poop a GI doctor. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So it's like, but I think we forget that because we're like, Oh, like if they did it, like I'll try it. And like, back to the point, I think that there's a responsibility for someone who is a content creator. Like you said to say, like, like you have that instinct, Michelle, which I think is wonderful to be like, this is what I eat. I'm doing it. Like 
listen to your body, you know, just to like remind people because Mm -hmm. I think like, it's just, there's something that happens. I think with humans, like we just want to be social. We want to be accepted. And by doing what other people do, it like really like, yeah, follows a trend. Like it, it, I feel like it satisfies that need for security and safety and like community, Mm -hmm. but the actual action (laughs) might be very disordered and unhealthy. Totally. And I just have to like interject here, I guess I've played devil's advocate a little bit. It kind of what you're asking, I, you know, I do think is, is noble. And I think it makes sense to ask people to disclaim before we post those kinds of things. And Mm -hmm. in an ideal world, as we're coming, I feel like, you know, mama bears from the nutrition world, like where we want to protect people from the stuff at the same time, I'll play devil's advocate. It kind of reminds me of my dad when we, he taught us how to drive would always say, you know, you have to be a defensive driver and it's it's not you. I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure a lot of our dads out there said that. It's, (laughs) it's, It's not necessarily you I'm worried about. I'm more, I'm more worried about the people around you. And I feel like in a way, and this is why I'm so passionate about connecting clients, my community, anyone who wants, who cares to listen um, to their discernment and to the knowledge that's true, because there's going to be a lot of gosh darn trends. There's going to be a lot of freaking diets. There's going to be a lot of people posting. And yes, I, I agree with you. I think it is, would be ideal if, if we can get people to do that. However, I think what's might be even more powerful is if we can kind of be those defensive drivers and be connected mm-hmm. with our discernment when we're scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, yeah. even when we're at the freaking lunch table at work or wherever, whatever we're doing now with yeah. our coworkers. But I love that point. I do hear you and I, I agree. And then there's some other people who said, well, it's a free country. Like they should be able <laughs> to post whatever they post. And I, and I do think like that's going to be something that you know, is we'll always hopefully have, cause just like anything, there's good and bad. So mm-hmm. the only caveat, I guess I would add to that would be lit to our listeners is you be the defensive driver and be, be, have that filter up or what I call that energetic mm-hmm. shield, because I mean, I don't see TikTok going away, but yeah, no. I hear you. I definitely hear you on that. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it's like, that's where it, like, there is free reign and it's interesting. Cause there are like accounts on social media that are like pro eating disorder, but it's not like we can regulate that because again, that's like, I don't know. It's freedom of speech. And that's like a very fine line, but I also will say and play devil's advocate on myself as well. Like I have seen awesome content creators who are, people say like what I eat in a day as, you know, like, like a fat dietitian. And it's like so freeing because it is great to see people who eat intuitively and be like, Hey, like this is a thing I'm eating because I can eat this. So it's like, on the mm. other sense, like there are more like empowered, like, again, it's just like whichever account that you're going for, for inspiration, it's going to make you feel a certain way. So like what I'm saying is like, there are what I eat in a day is that I find to be really inspiring. And, but like, I could see as being helpful for someone who maybe isn't discerning and isn't, um, doesn't have their guard up. Like you were just advising people. <laughs> no, totally. And I think that's the thing, just like anything else, like most things, you know, the answer is going to be somewhere in the middle and also, like I was saying before that you always say just the intention behind it. So it's multiple factors rather than I think just the trend itself. Right. Because like you just said on yourself on devil's advocate of your, of your own (laughs) self, which I love by the way, it's like, then there's that other hand where you see like, Oh wow. Like she eats ice cream. I can, and it, it, and it's almost like Mm -hmm. permission to be free or like in that regard. So yeah. 
I think just the point of it, it really depends what state of mind you're in when you're consuming the thing and, and the type of influencer or person you're following. Like, what is their intention behind what they're posting? Are they kind yeah. of eating disordery? Do they, are they struggling? You know, are they promoting orthorexic behaviors or um, behaviors that are detrimental to your, to your physical, mental, or spiritual health. And, and yeah, we can see that probably where we're sitting from, but we want you to kind of start to be aware for you to start to notice that. So you can filter through the con, you know, the contents that you're consuming in your life, because I don't think it's ever going to go away. And I think developing that skill, that connection to yourself, that discernment, that ability to recognize, is this helping me? Is this supporting me? Or is this sabotaging me? you know, is so freaking vital with anything, but definitely with your nutrition, your health, your lifestyle. Yeah, it's so true. And like you said, it's not going to go away. And I think being able to adapt to it and like empower yourself around it is really important. And I think, like you said, the absolute thing, we don't want to compare ourselves because we are all literally different bodies. It's just not helpful to compare yourself. If you're going to like have the agreement with yourself, take inspiration. Awesome. Great. You want to try that? Awesome. Great. But if you're, if you're walking away, like truly like assess yourself, if you're walking away feeling worse about yourself or feeling worse about what you eat and you have those negative emotions, that's not going to be very helpful. And that's probably a sign that you're taking away the wrong message, right? So if you're at dinner and you feel guilty because you're like, oh my God, I didn't eat carrots. I ate potatoes cooked with butter. Oh no, I'm the worst. you right. Like, no, like if, <laughs> if it's coming to that stage and then you're making yourself feel bad, that's not helpful, right? If it's, it's, if it's inspired, you're like, oh, this will feel really good to do, right? It makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel, you know, obviously there's even a fine line with that too, but that's like number one. If you're getting yourself into that comparison game, like just stop, turn the boat around. Like we need to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I think totally. I think it's a fine line between, you know, comparison and, um, inspiration and yeah. Oh, yeah, a comparison and an expander, whatever yeah. word that starts with a C, but I can't say like comparison and, or whatever. And I think only you kind of know, you know, where you're at. And if you feel like it's at, at this given moment in time and the season in your life, you know, that's really just making you feel like garbage and, and it's, and, you're like, oh, I'm going to do what she does. And it, and it's really a negative versus like, oh, she's, you know, I want to try that. Like that seems cool. And like, whatever, there's just two different intents. So I think you have to, to be mindful of that and stay woke. And, and one thing, Lucy, I think that all of this roots, one of the roots that this is coming back to, I think as well, the reason why we're like so fascinated by like what people eat in a day is because I think people, again, and you and I always see this in nutrition. It's like, people have the false idea that it's like that one thing or like yeah. the carrot in them yeah. or the mustard, like yeah. <laughs> mustard and hot sauce and cayenne. That's going to be the thing to speed up your metabolism. Like yeah. it's gonna be that supplement. And it's like, if I eat exactly these things, the result will be exactly what that person has. And it's like, yeah. that's guess what? Like if anyone needs to hear this, that's literally not how the body works. And literally that's not. not how it works. Like, yeah. it's just, I think like we need to say that too, because some people are like, Oh, well, or I want what she has. And these are the things she does. And like, it must be those particular foods. And it's like (laughs) on a small scale, not really. So it's just one thing. It's one day. And guess what? That chick could be posting. Like if that were me, like I would probably be like 
posting stuff and then forgetting to post the rest of what I ate yeah. and like it's not so it's like then if you're like oh damn that's what she eats in a day like what I, I guess I'm just highlighting here is that there's a human being behind that so like yeah not only like you said some of them might just be showing their highlight reel because why not like that's what people think they should do and number two you also have the human factor where they're like oh shit I completely forgot to post the rest of my day like that would be yeah. me if I was for whatever reason doing it for whatever reason that it somehow aligned with what I like life. But yeah. so just things to keep in mind, like you can't go by just what meets the eye. Yeah, it's so true. And to kind of expand on the the human part is that we are, we all are on different parts of our journey. So like Michelle and I, we're dietitians. We've been cooking food for a while because we were literally, we had to pass classes where we could cook <laughs> food, you know, actually were trained house makers. Right. We, exactly. Well, like we literally were like, and that was like years ago. Like we've Scientists been practicing for, <laughs> we could cook for 50 people plus, you know, we're, but, um, it's just one of those things where I think if you compare yourself to someone who is in the practice, they're in the habit of like making food or eating a certain way, even if it is healthy for you and it's your goal to eat similarly to me or another dietitian or Michelle or anybody, understand that that's, you are very different points on your journey compared to that other person, right? Or like one of my friends who's a vegan dietitian, she, it took her three years to transition and now she's been doing it for years. Like I want to, I don't know her story fully, but it might even be a decade that she's been eating vegan. So it's not like if you were to be like, Oh yes, I want to be vegan. or I want to try to be more plant-based. I want to incorporate more foods. A lot of people, if you're in that comparison mindset would be like, well, I have to be vegan overnight cold Turkey. Well, guess what is not helpful to try to change your entire diet overnight. Like that's not helpful. So like if you're using inspiration, understanding that like your next step might be like, what is one meatless meal? You know what I mean? Right. Like, where can you, where can you turn towards like black bean burgers instead of like regular burgers, right? And then understanding like, does that even feel good for you, right? Like having that whole check-in process, but it's so easy in the split second that you're seeing a 60 second video to be like, oh, well, I'm not doing that. I'm terrible. Like I should, I should do that. I, sh- I feel great. I feel bad about myself and I should do, I should do it the way they're doing it. Totally. So and easy. I love a hundred percent. And I love that you highlighted that, you know, you illustrated that example because I think that's a great point. You see like someone who's a vegan post a meal prep video. And if it's who I'm thinking of, she does them great. And you, and you know, if you decide to, to eat vegan and then you attack, you're like, Oh, I'm going to be like her and like do that. And then yours is probably going to suck. No offense. Cause it's the first time you've ever done it, Yeah, which is totally <laughs> normal then you're going to be like, damn, and feel bad at you're comparing yourself to someone who you, you might not have even known the background. Like what you just said, Lucy, like she has, it took her three years to fully transition. She's been meal prepping and doing this for a decade. She is a registered dietitian. So like she has so much more experience and just, she's a little bit ahead of you if you really knew this whole story. But if you're just basing it on, you know, an Instagram where she's on season 12 and you're like, stepping on you know to the the first scene of the the show like then anyone would feel bad so it's kind of like I feel like we've heard this before it's like never compare like your chapter one to hashtag someone's chapter 20 or whatever but it's it's kind of the same thing like it almost the what I eat in the day or like even any of these trends like that's kind of the same vibe right like you don't know what's going on so yeah I, I totally feel that Yeah. I just think it's really easy to compare. And I think the one thing that you and I probably both do as coaches is help people to slow down and take one step at a time. Because 
as humans, especially if you're ambitious and, or you feel insecure about whatever you're doing with like eating your food or your body, it's like, you want to change everything as soon as possible. But what I tell my clients, the slower you go, the faster you get there. Like you have to make one change at a time and understanding Mm -hmm. that one change is enough. One little thing is fine. Like you're on your path by one thing. In fact, you're probably going to get there faster with more stability and sustainability. If you make one change versus comparing everything that you think someone's doing to everything that you're doing, it's just like, take the pressure off yourself, man. Like it's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had one client tell me that where she was like, oh my God, I didn't realize that people Photoshop themselves. And she was like, I've been holding myself to such a high standard. And I didn't even realize I've been holding myself to something that's unrealistic. Mm. And even just making that realization, she already felt better and more relaxed around her body and food just because she was being so hard on herself for like looking the way that she did. But also she was like binging because she was comparing herself and all these things to what people eat in a day. Like that was like one of her major triggers. To a standard that doesn't even exist. Exactly. Like it doesn't exist. I think that's what people also don't realize. It's like a lot of those, what I eat in a day's, what I eat in a day, you know, is kind of in a, in a sense, a standard that doesn't exist because either it's not even really what that person's eating in a day, or it's exactly that it's one day that they're eating what looks to be very healthy or what have you. And also like, that's what Lucy eats in a day. Like we should be focusing on what do you eat in a day? Like, honestly, yeah. if you're, if you're fixated right now on the, what I eat in a day's things, cause you're searching for like that healthy solution, quote unquote, or you're doing it to be healthy or whatever. I would say the person who you should be paying attention, who's what in a day you should be watching is your own. <laughs> yeah. Again, most people don't want to slow down. They don't want to turn inwards and connect and they skip yeah. such a valuable thing. So literally start paying attention. What do you eat in a day versus mm-hmm. consuming someone else's what, what they eat in a day? I think that's yeah. a place to start. If you really want to find the, your next solution or your next thing that you should add in to be healthier, go inwards first. What, what are you eating in a day? And then go from there. Yeah. And what's popping up is like, compare yourself to what you eat in a day, like to many different days, because I'm just thinking about like the last month, if I were to show like what I ate in a day's it would be so, so different between days in the last month because I moved a month ago. I was carrying furniture for like an entire week. Mm-hmm. I was so hungry. I was so hungry. I was eating all the time. I was like, I was so hungry versus on days that I'm like not active versus days that I'm on my period versus days that like whatever is happening versus days I've been just driving in a car or the days that I'm super stressed. What I eat for all of those situations looks very different. So I think that's what people don't understand. It's like, we're humans living our life and it's just a snapshot. Like what I eat in a day and like what I eat in a meal is very applicable to only that one situation. Like what I eat today is very different than what I ate yesterday. Like I might be eating some similar things, but like I'm eating in a different way or different amount or whatever. And so I think it's so like, again, when we're just comparing like what someone else eats to what you eat, you forget again, that there's like that whole human, they have their whole life. Like you have your whole life, you know, like be interested in what breakfast you like or when you're more hungry or less hungry, whatever, but totally. I think one, one thing you, I think, again, you bring up another good point about the human factor, what's going on in your life, what's going on in your body physically, all of the things emotionally, things like that. Like 
I just had like the horror image in my head. Like imagine like you're watching a what what do you eat in a day, which I'm sure is already extremely restrictive from the yeah. the picture you're painting about it. And like you have your period or like you're PMSing. And then yeah. like on top of those standards being so unrealistic for you, you're trying to meet that. Then you're feeling bad for not meeting it. Then you have the PMS emotions, yeah. <laughs> just period. And then your body's already revved up and your meta- So I just, that to me sounds like a whole headache that is so unnecessary (laughs) that we, that any, everybody should avoid at all costs. But yeah, but I think that is a reality of it because some people probably are trying to follow a, what you eat in the day or whatever the hell they're called under those circumstances. And then they're really feeling bad (laughs) or like, God knows, like you were going through a breakup or your dog died or something like that. And you're trying to follow what you eat in the day. Like what? No, like that's insane. It's so yeah. I think people forget about the, that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's where I love what you said. Is like, well, what are you eating in a day? Like, look at your own self because that's where you get all the answers. And like, again, use use recipes and what do you eat in a day for like inspiration. But like, look at what you eat because I know the things about me. Whenever I start to get like sugar cravings, I'm like, oh period. You know, I feel insatiable. Oh, period. Right. Or I'm like, I need to eat some meat or whatever it is. I know that for my own self, I very, I'm a flexitarian, but like, I've known that about myself because I've studied how I eat. I look at my own trends. You know what I mean? From Mm -hmm. a place of just like objectivity and compassion. Totally. Studying and being aware of your own trends. No pun intended with all the TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I think should be the, excuse me, should be the trend. To yeah. pay attention to your own damn trend yeah. when it comes to your nutrition and your body. Like, yeah. enough with the TikTok. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy's like, hey, I'm a star on there. No, I kidding. know. <laughs> well, it's so weird because no, but- I have, it's, mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel the same way where it's like, a love, hate, love and hate relationship with social media. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. No. And, and, you know, there's good things about it, like mm-hmm. just like anything else. But I think, you know, as are some of our concluding thoughts here, I would say with the what I eat in the day, I would turn that around to to literally what what do I eat in a day? If you're mm-hmm. if you're interested on what I eat in a day for like healthy and like you're kind of like and we're not talking about the oh I'm using it for inspo and empowerment, mm-hmm. but we're talking about like you want to improve something in your nutrition or your health and well being. Turn that around and first start with literally what you eat in a day yeah and lay off the what I eat in in a day videos um that's my like yeah. thought do you have anything you you want all of our friends here to know literally a- that yeah <laughs> because I think that when we look for other like we want to change something so we look to other people because we're like oh well they must be feeling good about it and it's you're never going to find the answers outside of yourself yes you might find some guidance but I don't like, even if we're working together, unless a client tells me that they're like binging or they're like, I'm not actually full by my, like from the smoothie I make in the morning, I wouldn't know what to tell them unless they actually told me that. So it's the self-awareness that is crucial and key. And you have to like, you have to understand your own self. And what I would add to that is perpetually curiosity, not shame, because I think, especially when we do, when we're so ingrained in that shame place, like you were saying, like if you're like, you, you want to eat something or you're eating a way that's not to somebody else. It's, there's a lot of shame that kind of can grow. So have awareness for yourself, but have awareness with compassion and understand that like what you're doing is probably very okay. And if you want to shift something to make it feel better, great. Awesome. Do that. But like, 
let's get the shame out of this because shame does not belong on your plate. So totally. Shame does not. I love that. And I don't think people could hear that enough. So yeah. Curiosity, not judgment or shame. Again, it's the answer friends. Literally (laughs) get curious about what you're eating. That's it. That's all. That's all you need to do. A hundred percent. And we would love to hear what you guys think about the TikTok trends. Let us know if there's one you want us to dive into. Take a deep dive. Yeah. Dietitian, deep dietitian, deep, deep dive <laughs> <laughs> into this. But um, I feel like that was a, a good thing to talk about because yeah. that is definitely trending. So yeah. thank you guys, as always, for, for listening to us and sharing some of your time with us. And we always appreciate you being here. We do. We do. Your time is a valuable resource and we don't take that for granted. And I'm so curious again, I know you said this, Michelle, of what your takes are. If you have seen any trends that you were like, thought was weird or great. There's like this feta and like pasta trend going around. So (laughs) now that's a cool trend, but it is a good trend. I like that trend. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. Shoot us a message, guys. On We're on Instagram, Deep Dietitians. You know, follow us, like us, show us some love. We'd love to hear from you. We would. And we'll, we'll hear from you next time. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Deep Dietitians podcast. Michelle and I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find us at deep dietitians and please DM us or take a screenshot of this episode and tag us in it. Let us know what you think. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button and share this episode with a friend, if you think they would find value in it, or if you yourself thought it was interesting, we look forward to talking to you on the next episode. And until then stay connected with yourself. Thank you.